we begin with the federal criminal indictment of a powerful Senate Democrat. Democrat Bob Menendez temporarily giving up his post as Foreign Relations Committee chair as he faces corruption-related charges for the second time in 10 years. CNN senior justice correspondent Evan Perez is working this important story for us. Evan, break down the charges for us. Well, Wolf, the, uh, the, for the senator is facing very serious charges, including bribery and honest services charges. Uh, what prosecutors are laying out are some astonishing details of what they say uh, the, the senator was trading uh, in excess, uh, access to his office, essentially, uh, for uh, money, including hundreds of thousands of dollars in cash, gold bars, uh, mortgage payments for the home of his, of his wife, uh, as well as uh, a Mercedes-Benz uh, car, that uh, $60,000 car, that uh, prosecutors say was all paid for by some of his co-defendants. Now, uh, prosecutors laid out a June 2022 uh, search by the FBI where they say they found some of this money. $480,000 in cash were found, was found. Some of it stuffed into jackets bearing the name of the senator. You see pictures there the, inside the 40-page uh, the, the indictment that was, uh, uh, that was unsealed today by prosecutors at the Southern District of New York. They also said that they found $70,000 in a safe deposit box that was also searched that day in June. They also note, uh, noticed, they also noted that they found nine gold bars. Uh, they also said that they found fingerprints and DNA from some of the co-defendants that linked some of that cash directly to, uh, to the senator. Now, what, one, of the, one of the hurdles for prosecutors is to show what Senator Menendez was doing in exchange for the bribes, in exchange for this money. Uh, and here's what they laid out in this indictment. They say that he uh, pressured a Department of Agriculture official to help one of his co-defendants co uh, maintain his monopoly on halal meat exports to, the, to Egypt. They say he pressured state prosecutors in New Jersey uh, to uh, help fix a, a case for one of his co-defendants and friends of his co-defendants. They say that he also provided non-public information on military sales to Egypt. Again, information that made its way to Egyptian officials, as well as editing a letter that was being used to help lobby members of the Senate, again, related to Egyptian military sales here from the United States, Wolf. Evan, now what is Senator Menendez saying about these charges? Well, in addition to announcing that he's stepping down from his powerful perch at the, as chairman of the, uh, the Senate Foreign Relations Committee, he accused the Justice Department of discrimination because he is a, a Latino. And I'll read you just a part of his statement here. He says, I have been falsely accused before because I've refused to back down to the powers that be and the people of New Jersey were able to see through the smoke and mirrors and recognize I was innocent. He promised uh, Wolf that he will beat these charges as he has in the past. And Evan, how are these charges different than the previous investigation into Menendez? Well, you know, the senator has been under the cloud of uh, DOJ inv investigations almost from the time he uh, got to the Senate back in 2006. As a matter of fact, when he, was, when he ran for office in 2005, there was an investigation already ongoing into his relationship with a nonprofit that got federal aid. Uh, he later got under uh, another under investigation and got indicted, Wolf, with a donor, uh, a South Florida doctor, 
uh, he ended up beating those charges. Uh, the jury, uh, there was a mistrial. The jury was unable to reach a verdict on some of the charges. The Justice Department declined to retry that case. That happened in 2018. And according to the prosecutors, that's when the timeline begins on these current charges, the current charges that have now been announced in the Southern District of New York. Evan Paris, uh, uh, Evan, thank you very much. Let's get some more right now on this important story, the Menendez indictment. Our legal and political experts are here with me in the Situation Room. And uh, Paula Reed, let me start with you. Uh, we just got a statement from the governor, uh, that this is the governor of New Jersey. Uh, uh, and let me read it to you uh, because it's very serious. This is Governor Murphy on today's indictment against Senator Menendez. The allegations in the indictment against Senator Menendez and four other defendants are deeply disturbing. These are serious charges that implicate national security and the integrity of our criminal justice system. Under our legal system, Senator Menendez and the other defendants have not been found guilty and will have the ability to pre present evidence disputing these charges, and we must respect the process. However, the alleged facts are so serious that they compromise the ability of Senator Menendez to effectively represent the people of our state. Therefore, I am calling for his immediate resignation. That's, a, that's the Democratic governor of his own state. Yeah, and this is not the first person today to call for the senator's resignation. Uh, as Evan just mentioned, he, this is the second time in a decade Senator Menendez has faced corruption charges. It was just several years ago that he was accused, along with a very wealthy eye doctor, of exchanging nearly a million dollars in gifts for political favors. Now, he was, there was a mistrial, then he was acquitted, but what makes this case different is you're also talking about sharing sensitive information with a foreign government. And that is something that I think is really going to fan the flames calling for his resignation, particularly with his, his now former role on this on the Foreign Relations Committee. I think you're gonna hear a lot more people calling for his resignation. These charges are incredibly serious. Very serious indeed. If you read uh, this indictment, nearly 40 pages of evidence, including a lot of pictures as well, yes. of some of the evidence. Tia Mitchell is with us. Uh, he's under, gonna be under enormous pressure to resign right now. How do you see that unfolding? Well, he's been defiant so far, but who knows how he reacts as the pressure mounts, especially from Democrats. That's something that's also different from his last indictment. There was a Republican governor. Democrats, you know, were a little bit more hesitant to directly uh, criticize him and call for his resignation. The circumstances are different. The case is different. The fact that there's a Democratic governor who would appoint a replacement is different. And quite frankly, I think the fact that he's facing charges again, that you know, there's a perception that even after facing this, this cloud of scrutiny for several years, that he didn't operate a little bit better just to avoid any questions whether he ultimately gets uh, found guilty or not. And so I think the calls for his resignation will increase. The question is, will he remain defiant or will he start, um, you know, reacting to that pressure? When he was charged, Shannon, years ago, uh, he was acquitted effectively because there was a, a hung jury. Uh, and that he keeps pointing to that right now as evidence that he'll be acquitted this time as well. Well, How I mean, strong is the case against him? Yeah, well, right now, I would say from a legal standpoint, gold bars and cash stuffed in your pockets makes for a very splashy press conference. Uh, that isn't the meat of the case, really. They have to show that there's a nexus between all those goodies and something he did was improper. He, of course, will argue he didn't do anything improper. He's just acting 
as a senator. I'll say some of the things in the indictment about the sort of non-public knowledge being shared look like they're going to be hard to explain. He does have a very strong defense counsel uh, who I had worked with at the U.S. Attorney's Office. He's a wizard in the courtroom, uh, Dave Shurtleff, and I suspect this will end up in the courtroom. Yeah, I suspect you're right. You know, Paul, it's interesting because in this indictment, and I've read the whole thing, uh, one thing that really jumped out at me is they accuse him of, quote, secretly aided the government of Egypt. Now, he, he was, the, until today, he was the chairman of the Foreign Relations Committee. When you're chairman of the Senate Foreign Relations Committee, you have access to a lot of very, very sensitive national security information. That's a very serious charge right there. It is, because they're accusing him of sharing sensitive information with the government of Egypt. The allegation is that his wife received a, a no-show job in exchange for him wielding his enormous influence to help the government of Egypt, not only sort of advocating for them on certain issues related to the military, but also sharing non-public information specifically about personnel working at the U.S. Embassy. And this is the part of the indictment, again, that really separates it from the previous case, and I think is what is going to most support these calls for his resignation. It is an incredibly serious accusation to lob against a U.S. senator. Yeah, it's a, that, that's a really big, big deal. Yes. The fact that they are accusing him of sharing sensitive information with a foreign government. Oh, absolutely. And I'm actually somewhat surprised they haven't ventured into that area more specifically of Farah or even, you know, espionage type chargers. They're really sticking with the notion that there's corruption here. There's money and gold being paid in return for the exercise of this influence. And I think, you know, again, the prosecution has to show that nexus, that he, what he did was wrong in return for these benefits for his wife and for him. On the other hand, it's not that easy of a road for him either, because uh, the question there is, like, does he not believe in banks? <laughs> yeah. This is really an embarrassment for the U.S. Senate as well. Yeah, I mean, you know, Congress is having a lot of drama these days, and I think the last thing either chamber wants is um, another member accused of corruption, another member accused of behavior that undermines public confidence in how Washington works. So in general, it's not great for the House or the Senate for, again, for public perception. That's another reason why I think there will be more calls for his resignation. Yeah, I suspect you're absolutely right, guys. Thank you very, very much.